hey, hey now, haven't give up yet, I'm still here, I'm still here. So this is the 40, 49th episode of this, I uh, haven't been recording for the last probably two or three months. I've been assessing my, my financial crisis and basically I have been taking care of that side of things, which I seem to be out of the woods um, so far. Let's see what the decisions, what the decisions, um, you know, about that type of stuff give me in the future. But it should be okay by now. Uh, it was a rough, 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 rough time uh, the last six months in terms of uh, financial. I, I'm sure that I talk about that all throughout the episodes that I actually recorded during that time um, have been um, this project, this podcast project has been reborn since the last uh, the last one that I did. I, I, I met a, a, a very good friend uh, from work. Uh, we started kind of dabbling in doing some tests about recording um, ourselves together and all that. We did some 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 trials and and stuff. We might do one, uh, the first one, like uh, the, the first first real one today, uh, the twenty fifth of June of twenty twenty three. And I've been recording a more personal, a more like, let's say, not necessarily exclusively about music, but I've been recording like, oh, what's my trajectory in Sydney so far? Uh, what have I done, what I feel like I'm lacking, what I feel like, you know, it's like a therapy session that nothing gets done or any help gets, uh, you know, any help gets uh, actually provided, you know, because I'm, I'm not a licensed professional in any way, nor I'll ever be in anything. But anyway, I'm probably licensed to, licensed to, to ill, right? License to feel. So, I'm sure that you know about the premise of this. Uh, it's the laziest premise ever. I just go around and I choose from a list of around 500, not 500, 400 or so, 250 albums. And that list keeps being, you know, adapted and, 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 uh, updated with the last things that I've been listening to. So there are things from this year in here. You know, there are things from all throughout my history. Uh, it's it's like the, the, the banner says, it's an auto-discography. And there are things here that I'm looking at that I can't imagine saying anything about it because it, it has been like 20 years since I listened to, to it. Not, not, not really, maybe 10, maybe 15 years, I don't know. Um, all right, let's generate the subject of this and enjoy this moment. You know, take a few seconds in, uh, breathe, and understand that you don't know. I mean, you know what I'm, what I'm going to be talking about, but I don't know. So sip into that feeling of mystery and feeling of suspense, right? And let's get on with it. So let's generate. All right. We got the number here. It's a quick one because it's a 296. Okay, interesting, very interesting. 
as always, I'm, I'm, I was just talking about the ones that I, that I haven't listened to in a while. And this particular band fell through the cracks a little bit for many, many years with good reason, I think. Uh, stop, stop caring much about them. But I've watched a video talking exactly about the problem that they have with their newfound fame from um, from their fourth album onwards, like the hits, like you know, the "Sex on Fire" and what's the other one? The other one, right? The other song that they are very famous for. And this particular album, "Youth and Young Manhood," is their first record. And it's actually the record that, um, no, no, I, I've, I came upon Kings of Leon, the Kings of Leon, uh, via the FIFA 2005 soundtracks. You know the 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 real, the real people there, the true, the the true OG boys would know what I'm talking about. You know the 20 27 plus crowd. Uh, classic, classic playlist, you can say, or soundtrack um, from many, many, many afternoons uh, filled with crackers and, and Coca-Cola, you know, and many, many, many very easy games played on the amateur level <laughs> with all the players being 99. Uh, 98.99, you know, because it, it, it was just we 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 tampered with the system, you know. We playing the the career career mode. We we've we have flown high in that in that game. So and that was the opening, right? It's a very very classic uh, opening scene. They always like reunited the the best players at that time. So you had Roberto, Roberto Carlos, Figo, Ronaldo, Thierry Henry. Uh, I imagine he must he must have like Modini or Nesta. That sort of like generation of Milan and Real Madrid and Arsenal. Those were the the big 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 guys at that at that period, two thousand four, two thousand five, and they played with like helicopters. Hovering around them and illuminating the 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 place that they were they were performing. That Ronaldinho, of course, right? Peak, peak, peak. Ronaldo, uh, Gaúcho, and Molly Chambers. I think was the song. Yeah, Molly Chambers. It's in their the second record, and the first one is kind of like more obscure it's pretty much entrenched in the in the country country rock tradition that they were um brought because they were like a like a gospel gospel band at first they they, they play mainly in church uh, because their father was a pastor or something like that the, their father passed away or i mean the family got dissolved in in some in some way and they went and 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 did their own thing right as a band and they kind of became the strokes of the of the south in the united states um, especially with those two albums those two first albums which are untouchable classics undeniable uh classics of indie rock up there with like turn of the bright lights from interpol 
and up there with the, the first Strokes album and even the second Strokes album. Uh, Elephant and, and from White Stripes and, and White Blood Cells. The, the, first, the first albums from White Stripes. So I had like some of the Black Key stuff. And yeah, they're up there. They're up in the pantheon of, of greatness. And um, after that, they obviously became very well known by those two. Sex on Fire and, and that other song. And pretty much it was polarizing, right? Because pretty much everyone that liked them from, from up until that point didn't really connect much with the new material, with the new albums. Like only, only, only for you, only by you, something like that is the fourth album. So after that, essentially after because of times, right? Because it's their, their first like crack like the, the first foray into something really, really different from the first albums. And after that, they, I never listened to the, the early, to the um, newest albums. I don't care. I'll, I'll probably never listen to it. I don't really care. But those first two albums are very, very high in energy. And they are like mirror, they are like brothers, you know, brother albums in that in that sense they are pretty much part of the same the same um phase of a band i'm not sure if they share any recording sessions from from one another but they might as well you know they might as well share some 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 real recording time there from from one to the next because they are very you know I, you, you imagine that they had like 100 songs before the first album and they recorded like the best 20 25 and that became the 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 first two records because they are very similar this first one it's grittier it's more it's more garage rock oriented it's somewhat more authentic to their roots maybe uh, which they became progressively um, far from it as they as they went into their discography i'm not sure how they stand now as i said don't don't really care much but yeah, and met them on, on the FIFA soundtrack, which had like great, great goddamn soundtrack, you know, had LCD sound system and uh, stereophonics, I think, and oh, just great early, kind of obscure, uh, early indie rock from the, from the early 2000s, uh, that whole period, right, which was like, um, punk 2.0 in a way post post punk or something like that kind of like that sort of um, rock and roll from that time brought stuff from disco stuff from post punk stuff from the original punk stuff from hardcore stuff from garage from the 60s um, like very very sunny and harmonic stuff from the from the sixties as well. It, it didn't drink much from progressive things, but that would become something else in the future, right? That would become more like the metal sort of thing, uh, influenced by the seventies and influenced by the by metal itself, the, the 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 branch of metal there came out of Black Sabbath and that sort of thing. That's a conversation for another time. Maybe when we grab an album that's kind of 
exactly like that post metal post metal period like Berenice or you know I'm sure they have a few favorites from from that era and so very catchy very 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 south you know a very south album very very southern 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 is the word that I was looking for very southern so it drinks a lot from Leonard Skinner and the Almond Brothers and pretty much that whole whole period of time there. And really, really great. If you want Kings of Leon in their most authentic and raw, you know, that's like the the go-to. The second album being also the uh, like a perfect companion for this for this album uh, i see them as pretty much you know li like the, the last one that i that i talked about was hypnotized by system up and down and i actually made a mistake i thought question wasn't hypnotized question is not hypnotized question is all mesmerized so i apologize for that system of a down heads over them if there is any still so i, I see them as kind of like that no not as not as planned as those two albums were, but for sure bands start a project and they really like record a lot of stuff. They really become bloated by by the the creative sections and the sessions and that sort of thing. So they the spill over material becomes the next record, or it can become the next record depending on the timing of and, and the concision of the band. So. I see them sort of in a similar way. You have those those albums um, bringing all back home, and 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 the other one from Bob Dylan from that same same time. They also very very Highway sixty one revisited. Yeah, uh, those two pair with each other quite a bit as well. The same kind of sort of thought process in terms of the in terms of the songwriting and in terms of like the the sonic palette that the album puts together so yeah a bit of a nostalgic nostalgic fest there i recommend you know type in spotify fifa 2005 if you you know below 24 you're gonna be in for a treat and they always like were pretty good with the with their music selection. I think that nowadays they just have like Bad Bunny featuring, you know, Pitbull or something like that. They always go for it's very very focused on Caribbean sort of thing, like Colombian sort of thing, which is fine. I mean, but you know, if if I was one to select, I would probably select. You know? Yeah. Apologies to Bad Bunny if she's if she's listening to this. I don't know. Is Bad Bunny even like a like a real person? I don't know if that's the name of it. Of her. Anyway. I'm looking at the FIFA 2003. Okay, you have Danger Mouse, you have Yeah, you have Bonobo, Young Fathers, Phoenix, Flume. No, it's it's pretty okay. It's pretty alright. The last one is pretty good. FK uh, FK Twigs. Yeah, no, they 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 
they're still kind of solid. I I take that back. They're they're solid. Um, it's maybe it's just the old man in in me, you know. They don't put, like, you know. No, they are very 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 aware. I mean, they're not gonna put the smile right in in the in the in the soundtrack. You know, they're not gonna put. Anyway, it's um. FIFA soundtracks, man, they are they are something else. They are pretty good. Oh, it was actually FIFA 2004 that had Red Morning Light in the in the soundtrack. So yeah, and uh, no, that's wrong. That's that's totally wrong. How can you have Lonely Boy? No, this is a this is a bullshit playlist. No, this is not correct. Because Lonely Boy, it's it's 2010. How how could it be? You know. Let me see. Uh, I don't like doing this, but anyway, I don't understand, man. This is all. This is not. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's 2004. Then maybe it's, it's not 2005. It's 2004. Because I don't really recognize 2005. I don't think I ever played 2005. Then I had I had. Uh, I had FIFA in Spanish, so every time that I see the word listo, I remember I remember FIFA. The listo is like ready, right, in Spanish. Oh yeah, so definitely 2004, because he had like uh, some Brazilian stuff in there as well. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, if I listen to any of those, I will be transported, right? He had Radiohead. Okay, so it, it might change to country to country, right? I think it might change to country to country, and it has some 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 things are now on Spotify. Anyway, and they did a nice thing back then that they they put actually old stuff sometimes. They didn't necessarily put like new only new things, but another another playlist which is very very iconic is 2010. I think that one I play quite a lot. That one I know from. Anyway, it might be 2009. I don't know. Anyway, it was the one with... Yeah. Ah, fuck off. I don't know. I'm not going to be discovering that right now. Because it's kind of annoying. Alright? Yeah, definitely 2009. Definitely 2009. And FIFA Street as well. It's a very, very iconic. The, those are two amazing albums. If they were albums from... You know? Like they would, they would, they would be amazing DJ sets. Um, my my taste for like catchy electro pop and indie rock comes from there, from from those two games essentially, and Need for Speed as well. Even though Need for Speed was more metal, it was aggressive, and yeah, like Disturbed and Avenged Sevenfold and Unwritten Law and that sort of thing. But yeah amazing display of uh, country infused indie rock his voice the, uh, Caleb's voice is very very distinctive you know it's it's very interesting to see really working on the mainstream because it takes a while to get used to it you know because he has again that twang that country twang kind of translated to 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 the indie rock sort of thing. 
Yeah. I believe that's it. I believe that's it. I believe that's it. This is this is, it's it's not meant to be like a in depth analysis of each track or oh the way that he uses the the F sharp and this song is so great and the grooves and I mean listen to it. You know? It's like a friend recommending some shit. You know? Again, laziest lazy laziest possible. That's the motto. That's my middle name, right? Felipe lazy as possible. Brody. Okay. Bye.